0: This podcast is sponsored by... Hey you all, this is Carl from Carl and J-Man Save the World Podcast. If you are listening to us from the Anchor website or the Anchor app, let me tell you about it. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, there's even an option where you can add Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you create. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's a n c h o r.fm to get started. Yeah.
1: are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, about to hit you with a bonus episode. And with me is my colleague, uh, the fifth mutant ninja (laughs) ninja hopey boy, uh, Carl. What would your name be if you're a Ninja Turtle?
0: I would be uh, called, um, let's see... uh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. What would I be called? Carlangelo? Angelo? Carl Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be called D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not too uh, knowledgeable about the the Renaissance painters who I believe that the Ninja Turtles were named after. <laughs> but we're here with a bonus, bonus episode, episode with a very topical topic. And we're going to be talking about uh, the, the Hopi tribal elections yeah, that exactly. are going to be coming up. And so there was a lot of buzz on Facebook, on the Internet, that the candidates that are going to be running for office uh, this year were introduced. And so I think that there's like four candidates, something like that for four, the position. Yeah. Four for the, chairman, vi-
0: uh, four for the chairman and, and then two, two for the... And
1: two individuals for, for the position of a vice chairman. Yeah. And, you know, just for, you know, respect for those individuals and their families who won't name I who, think who, who they are. I, I think But we, people probably know who are. I think they we are. can
0: name them since they're they're part of the political world now and in public, uh, public world now. So
1: Well, well I only say that because like, if we say some insulting things or, you know, <laughs> any disparaging or discriminatory comments that, that will, will leave, uh, that for the question marks. And, and so I guess, you know, really just kind of talking about, you know, what we think about uh, yeah. this yeah. whole process. And, uh, it, it, it kind of makes me laugh though, because I think the last time that we had any episode relating to politics that we kind of, uh, sunk our ship a little bit <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, um, but you know I, I you and I have a, a definitely a different perspective on on this type of topic. and yeah. I, I think that it's important to share some of those uh, ideas that you and I have, some of our opinions, even though a lot of folks might not agree with it because then I think that the reason why I really wanted to talk about this subject was because that when the individuals were being introduced, and then for most folks that live here on the Hopi Reservation, understanding that it was going to be an election year, that this is something for us to talk about because we're here, as they would say, uh, boots, boots to the ground type of people, meaning that we're here uh, as... Uh, I thought you were going to say boot scootin' boogie.
0: <laughs> boots scootin' boogie. <laughs> that song just popped up in my head when you said Boots. <laughs>
1: Uh, a, a popular term by, by some of the, uh, the, the, the very small and intelligent community out here now. <laughs> I mean, like, cause, cause, you know, I, I saw people talking about it, you know, I saw people talking about it and it's a conversation that I have with folks, uh, in, in my place of employment. And we talk about, you know, the tribal elections are coming up yeah. soon. And, you know, and I, I, I guess realistically that, you know, whoever wins is going to impact us to a degree because both you and I work for the tribe, I guess. Oh, we yeah. Can, yeah. We we, work we, can, the tribe. we can disclose that. And, and so, you know, essentially that, you know, whoever the chairman or and vice chairman are going to be is, is a way going to uh, have a part to play with our places of employment. And so I think that in the episode that I mentioned to where we kind of said some comments that a lot of people didn't quite agree with, you know, that really that. There is a population of Hopi that doesn't engage in politics. Oh, yeah. That there is a population of Hopi that doesn't go out to the ballots and and make their votes and, you know, participate in that aspect of our society. So the last election, uh,
0: which was four years ago, four years ago, there was only one thousand six hundred and seventy something people that actually did vote out of. How many eligible people that could have voted? 12, 14,000 people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So God damn it. It's not just Carl and I. (laughs) So that that don't participate in this. (laughs) So that was on the
0: official numbers that was given out from the elections office about one thousand six hundred seventy some people that actually did vote for the vice chairman and chairman themselves out of fourteen thousand people that are living here on the reservation. Wow. wow! What does that say? What? Why would you? Why do you think that people don't vote? They don't care. <laughs> They don't care at all. It's like you know, I know that guy there. I know I used to you know drink with that I guy. Used to drink with that. Yeah, guy I used to is, hang out is, with that guy. A common
1: saying. Or yeah,
0: or like you that know, that
1: guy's been arrested.
0: Or like or, you know, oh yeah, you know he's been sleeping around too many that times. That guy's know it all. Yeah, you know, and that's. That kind of gives you that idea. It's all like, males, right? All, all, all of the candidates are males.
1: All the candidates are not males. A female in sight.
0: Actually, in the uh, elections rules, is that women cannot run for uh, vice chairman or chairman. Really? Yeah. It is in the official rules. Really? And it states that on there women cannot uh, run for any political position um,
1: like that, of like vice chairman or chairman. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And, and so, but I, you know, I, I, I think that the reason why people don't vote, I, I, I kind of agree with you that to a degree, you know, yeah. some people truly don't care. And I, I think that a reason why people don't care is because I think it's this idea of despair that no matter who's in position, nothing's going to change. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No matter who's behind the helm driving the, the car. That we're essentially gonna end up in the same place before, and, and I, I definitely think it's it's difficult for regular folks like us to see any type of change. Yeah, because yeah. then when I recall four years ago, it was actually when I moved back home from the big city back out to Hopi. And I actually did participate. I actually did vote. I was one of those 1,000 <laughs> in something. And so I was actually, that was the first time I ever voted in anything official in my entire life. Oh, really? Outside of uh, student council when we were in uh, day school. <laughs> <laughs> and it,
0: it kind of goes to show you that a lot of the people that are here on the Hopi Reservation don't really care for our our uh, council members or our people there, because uh, what I think, and uh, you'll probably shoot me for this, is that uh, you know the chairman and vice chairman are basically the mascots for Hopi, Hopi uh, the Hopi Reservation here. Yeah, you said this before. Oh, did I?
1: Yeah, you oh. said that they were the equivalent to Ronald McDonald's. Oh, okay, well, then. in association with McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Then I already said that before. So <laughs> <laughs> don't and, shoot me. So, and, and, you know, but I, I definitely think it's something worthy to talk about because I I think that in our voting episode that we had, I think it was yeah. season three, episode one, where we got kind of a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, flack and a lot of flash lashing out yeah. as a result yeah. of it, because we basically, you know, denounced the whole voting system and kind of said it was a waste of time. But, Because that, you know, that is a legitimate perspective. It is. That that is a legitimate perspective because it's a perspective that was adopted by our older relatives. And so, you know, that definitely is a perspective that we have on the voting system. And I think that at least in terms of Hopi, that there's so many intricacies. There's so many intricacies, so many different layers within our communities that it makes it very difficult for, I guess, organized government to be organized and to create things, whether that's housing or developing our education system, developing our um, health care systems, all of these good things that we that we want within our community. And, you know, that definitely that there's a lot of different types of variables that regular folks like you and I aren't aware of, because then like when I think back to 40 years ago, when I moved back home I voted because I thought that that was the adult thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. voted because I thought that that was my responsibility as a, a Hopi citizen, if you will, somebody that lives on the Hopi reservation and that enjoys, uh, I, I, I guess, the benefits of the programmings that the tribe is in charge of. And being a tribal employee myself, that that's the reason why I did it. And then looking back at when I made that decision to vote and then thinking about this election on who might I support as a candidate, that I did unfortunately have those despairing feelings of it doesn't matter who I vote for, (laughs) that we're still going to be in the same situation four years from now as to where we are right now. And so some of you all out there might be shaking your head and like, you're, you're, you're a college educated person, you know, like how, how can you think like this? But see, that's the thing. And it, it's that I, because when the candidates were introduced and then when people really started talking about them on Facebook, that you did see some community members already saying that, you know, Oh, this guy is running. He's got my vote. Or I'm going to support this person because they're my relative, you know, I'm going to vote for them. And then you had, you know, some other types of comments and commentary and narratives out there about specifically the Hopi tribal elections that you had individuals out there saying everybody needs to research the candidates and learn what they're about and learn what kind of experiences that they have. And then you make your decision based upon that. And then I remember that there was a a Facebook post by an individual who I consider a leader out here Uh, on the reservation. And they said that, what? And they wrote a list down of different things. And they said, what if we incorporated all of this list that I created into the qualifications of who can run? Yeah, And a lot of what those qualifications that this individual wrote down, they all related to Hopi culture to, to a degree. Uh, somebody that has demonstrated that they've planted and cultivated a field for three years. Somebody that has demonstrated that they've done community service within the community. Somebody that has demonstrated that they're actively trying to, um, teach other people how to speak the Hopi language because, Having the ability to speak Hopi is one of the criteria of somebody to run for chairman. And, you know, this person had had this this post and a lot of people were liking it and supporting it. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, that, that that's the type of leader that we need in our community. Somebody that measures up to this measuring stick that you created. And then people were chiming in. Oh, what about these attributes? You know, and they're all, you know, some some real ideal idealistic attributes and you know people were you know really in support of it and me being the kind of asshole that i can be sometimes (laughs) commented on it and i said that well if if that's what we're going to do then we're not going to have anybody that's going to run for our chairman or vice chairman yeah because that there are very little to no people that measure up to that type of measuring stick and since i've been home that unfortunately, I think that as people, when we think about what it is that we want, when we think about the type of person that we want to lead us, yeah, the type of people that we want to be filling our uh, tribal, count, our village council uh, chambers, seats, yeah. village council seats, our vice chairman seats, all of these different leaderships of position that we live in an ideal world. And what I mean by that is that we think about what should be and expect that. But I don't live in an ideal world. No. I live in the real world (laughs) where oftentimes ideal is never present. No. Because we have disparities that we've mentioned a lot in our podcast and talk about a lot of those disparities. And so when this individual made this post and created this idealistic list of what a leader should be, that it had me thinking about an instance that I've experienced once before in leadership experience that I've had working with my fraternity. Yeah, And that we can't create a bar without giving our people the support to be able to reach that bar and go over that bar. And so instead of creating these standards, what we need to be do is creating the means for our people to be lifted up to those standards. Better education system. Better uh, understanding of what it means to be a leader. A better developed leadership structure within our villages so that we can see what an ideal leader looks like, operates like, moves like. And instead of drawing what our dreams are on a whiteboard and then praying that somebody's going to walk through the door to be able to live up to those expectations. And so, you know, and and so I, I, I know I sound like a real negative Nancy right now, (laughs) but then see, that's the thing is that when I look at these candidates that I've lived out here long enough that, you know, I don't know them personally, personally, yeah. But based off of what some of the things that they've done in the community, I mean, I have respect for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I I definitely think that it takes a lot of courage to To, do what they're going to do. Exactly. Because, you know, I don't think it's an easy job. No, it's not. I don't think it's an easy job at all. And so I definitely commend them for stepping up to being able to sit in these positions. And But when I look at, you know, who's up there, some of them have experience but within that experience, what have they done? Yeah. And so when I look at it that way, I feel like that they haven't done enough to show that they're going to move the needle if they get into those positions. And some of the other candidates, I know that they're, they're good people. Oh, yeah. That they mean well, but they don't have the experience to do a lot to of do this job. Yeah. And, and, and that was the thing that I remember four years ago. That uh, when our our current chairman was elected into position, I know that a lot of people that voted for him, they, I I believe that they voted for him because he was different from what we've had traditionally as a chairman. Yeah. He wasn't a part of this BIA block. He wasn't a part of this political structure that people were so disdained by. And so they voted for him because they felt he was different. But then for me, it's like, but where's the experience? But then the argument on the other side is, well, he means well. And I remember I told the res famous wife is like a person can have all the right thoughts meaning well in their heart till it explodes. But if they have no experience, then they're not going to get very far. No. And and so, you know, and, and I, I think that that's kind of the reason why my mind is in the position that it is is because I feel like that who's up there might not have what it takes to move the needle. But then also, too, and I I really don't mean to talk negatively about other people in the way that I am. But really, for me, I think really what I think about is that I think that our le- our leadership structure is not right for us. No. How the Hopi Tribal Council is structured, how the villages incorporate this White man's form of government and try to apply it to our Hopi ways. Because when I think about the Hopi Tribal Council and when I think about how we function with that council, it's like we created this square hole, but yet as Hopis, we're a circle peg, trying to fit our circle peg into this square hole. And so what Historically, what we have done is we've adopted something that isn't Hopi. Yeah. And we're trying to make Hopi fit into this mold here. This mold that isn't Hopi. But because now we have this, what they call quote unquote sovereignty, we can create any mold that we want to. And so we should create a mold that is Hopi. And so until that mold is created, I might just sit on the sidelines. <laughs> so, you know, the, the
0: thing that you were saying about how the, the experience that is needed to become a leader, to become a person of, of value, I guess you could say. And in, in certain tribes here on the reserve or in on, on the United States, certain reservations, certain tribes, they actually run with each other, not against each other, but with each other, lifting each other up because they have different attributes. They have different skill sets. And if one of them does come out to become their tribal leader or their tribal part of the like council member or anything in that position, then the people that were running with that person can, uh, you know, um, give their, give their knowledge to that person and say, this is what I have to offer as well too. But here on the reservation, we run against each other. We run so much that we want to destroy the next person so we can be on top. And in, in that, in that huge reality, in that huge sense, then we're, we're not getting any further. We're just basically trying to step each other up and we're not getting any further because of that. So I mm-hmm. think that's the reason
1: why none of us mm-hmm. want to care about uh, the tribal uh, leadership here. Oh, definitely. And I know that there are probably some people out there. Well, J-Man, if you think you know so much, why don't you run for chairman? Or <laughs> why, why don't you run for vice chairman? And it's because I'm trying to work hard so I can get season tickets. That, that, that That's kind of the... <laughs> season tickets to the Phoenix suns. So, so that, that, that's kind of what I'm about now. But you know, I, I, I really, <laughs> I really think that, you know, at least that, that, that's my perception, you know, that's my, my opinions. And I, I, definitely know that it's easier to sit in a talk about this in a, in a hot room. Oh yeah. Talking out of my ass on a podcast. <laughs> than it actually is being in the field to help coordinate these things, to help bring up our people. Yeah. And so I, I definitely hope that, you know, whoever is elected to chairman or vice chairman are going to be able to make positive pr- progressions and to help us be able to be in a place that we want to get to. And uh, you may not have my vote, but when you're in that position, I'll support you and I'll I'll be clapping along if, in any type of if, success that that future chairman or vice chairman. If, might have. If one of the uh, future chairmen uh, gets the idea
0: that to put up a McDonald's around here, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so grateful for you guys. So I, I'll put a request <laughs> in for uh, In and Out, please. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, I again, you know, both man and I, we we don't vote. We don't have that knowledge to vote for that person. And where I don't think I'm, I don't know if I'm going to vote. I don't know if are, are you going to vote for the for the chairman or vice chairman.
1: Well, well, if you're not voting, then I, I, I don't know what right you have uh, for talking about this conversation.
0: Yeah, true. I'm not gonna. I don't know.
1: I just, I just
0: want to see like. A, a
1: I, I thought you were gonna respond with our uh, last joke, <laughs> the 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 the, the, uh, the freedom of speech. But you know, anyway, freedom of speech, Article
0: Number One, Section Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> But anyway, I think it is time for us to head on out from this bonus episode because it is hot in this room right
1: now. And I'd like to thank you all out there for giving me this opportunity to rant. And I definitely do apologize if I offended some folks out there. That, that definitely was not my intent. But um, if you're angry about some of my comments, you can hit up <laughs> at cjpodcast85 at gmail.com. And if you do want to become our
0: sponsor uh, or our monthly sponsor, our 30-pack contributor, go to anchor.fm cjpodcast85 and go to hit our donate button. Or if you want to donate a dollar or more, go to buymeacoffee.com slash cjpodcast to donate $1 or more.
1: Please don't cancel us. <laughs>
0: Don't cancel uh, me. You can cancel J Man. There, he was the one who was talking more. He was the one talking. Shit. I just wanted a McDonald's. I don't know what you guys were. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for listening to Carl and J Man Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend J Man. So long,
1: quack quack.